0: Photo Shelter presents Vision Slightly Blurred. I'm Alan Murabayashi.
1: And I'm Sarah Jacobs.
0: Sarah, ahead of the 2016 presidential election, uh, I took a look and wrote a blog post about presidential candidate photography in the visual age. Um, and that year in 2016, uh, I looked at Jeb Bush, I looked at Bernie Sanders, I looked at Donald Trump. Uh, I looked at Ben Carson, uh, if you can remember that he was running for president.
1: <laughs> I heard I do.
0: And the takeaway that I had from looking at that is presidential candidates were not using photography in a very sophisticated way.
1: You you put down the hammer
0: on them. Well, it was it was a little surprising. And I think one of the most, well, two, two of the most surprising. There was a Bernie Sanders image of him and his wife that looked like the worst Photoshop skin job you could ever see in your life right we all know bernie is yeah in, well into his 70s we know he's an old man and his skin looked like a four-year-old did photoshop <laughs> oh, and you know who is he trying to fool <laughs> right the other one that i was really surprised that was donald trump because donald trump on his homepage at the time was using a, an image a free image uh that this uh I believe it was either a teenager or a, a college student. I think it was college college student had been going around to these these various stump speeches and taking photos, and he was posting them for free, mm-hmm. much to the consternation of professional photographers on Flickr. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, but the Trump campaign picked it up, and it's not a very good photo. It's uh, you know, it's not properly exposed. Uh, Trump's skin does not look good. It kind of has the same. Similar problems that the that the Bernie photo took. Well, this year, uh, well, coming up uh, for the 2020 elections, I thought I'd take a look again, and I guess the report card would be they've gotten a little bit better, but it's still not what you would expect. And let me start with a Pete Buttigieg piece that just came out. Mm. The Pete Buttigieg campaign. Pete is now number one uh, in Iowa. So he has sort of skyrocketed from being a small town mayor uh, to being the the leader uh, for the Iowa races.
1: And this is as of the week of November 18th.
0: As of the week of November 18th. I think that's important to know. So the Buttigieg campaign published an image on their website uh, to talk about uh, racism. They got this image from a... Stock website called Dreams Time. It was a free image, uh, Creative Commons, no attribution. And it turns out uh, it's an image taken in Kenya. And they picked it just because it's like a black woman talking to her black kid. And the Buddha Judge campaign came back and said, hey, it was a contractor. We, you know." In the normal course of rotating things in and out of the website, it's, it's gone already. Okay. Uh, Buddha Judge is, is trailing with black support. Um, And so he's trying to come out with these plans and imagery that improve his standing amongst uh, black Americans. And to have this image come from Kenya and to have no sort of oversight over the way that images are being used. Um, And the woman in the photo had, you know, she said, I consented to having my image being taken, but I really didn't want my image to be used in this way.
1: Yeah. To be endorsing this candidate. Potentially, yeah. yeah, or
0: you know, even using a political advertising right. or right. or whatever. And Plus, yeah. she's in Kenya; she's not an American. You know, <laughs> she's, she's being used for a political campaign in another country. Yeah. Uh, to to talk about an issue that she may or may not care about. It it was such a, a a perfect microcosm of the lack of attention that the presidential candidates are using towards photography. Now, I will say that in the past. A uh, few years, a lot of these campaigns have gotten more sophisticated about hiring uh, a full-time photographer to be a part of the communications staff. So, just like Pete Souza was with Obama, you start to build rapport, and the quality of your images go up significantly. The problem then is that maybe the campaigns don't also employ a professional photo editor. Who goes and vets the way that photos are being used? So you might have good source material, but you have no, you have you have people that aren't really trained um, in visuals to understand how things should be used and what litmus tests and legal tests need to be passed for these photos to be used properly. Mm-hmm. So the Buddha Judge campaign, man, that's that's kind of a big knock in the teeth.
1: I kinda, that is unfortunate. That was a bad photo choice, but I'm not (laughs) mad. And I mean, you mentioned it for Trump as well, using uh, these creative commons, um, no attribution needed photos. And you're saying it as though it's a really bad thing. I kinda disagree. I don't think that that's, I don't think that's bad. I think that's like maybe a smart use of budget. Granted, I do think that having personal photographers on your campaign trail is like very smart and amazing, but like people are out there taking pictures if they're part of the Creative Commons. Like, um, news websites should utilize those if they don't have a photo budget. I don't know. At Business Insider, we ran a lot of that that kid's <laughs> political coverage. I, like, we were I, using his pictures quite a I agree a to a certain
0: plot. extent because I do think the 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 way that the campaigns are set up in very localized areas where there isn't, at least initially, a lot of national control over the way that uh, candidates are being portrayed in a small state or whatnot, it makes sense to have like someone on the ground with their iPhone takes a really remarkable image, posts it to Twitter, and it gets used by the campaign in some firm, firmer fashion. So yeah. I, I totally understand that. Um, I just think that the lack of uh, like a photo editor hmm um, that can sort of vet the use is is gonna hurt campaigns in the long run. And as visually sophisticated as, as we think some of these operations are, it turns out they're not that visually sophisticated at all.
1: No. Wait. So, what do you think is more important to put budget towards, like a a personal photographer or a photo editor that's like vetting Creative Commons and and Getty, for example? I, well,
0: we live in such a visually driven world. You know, I think in the same way that you would have a videographer as a part of your team at a certain point. You would have a video editor as well. You would have presumably a head of visual communications that has some level of education and visual sophistication to understand these issues. Now, I I think the story about the contractor is totally relatable. Like, once again, these are big campaigns. Things are moving a um, you know, thousand miles a minute.
1: Yeah. Interns are like pulling photos because yeah, they're like, find a picture of like XYZ. And it's like, oh, okay. I don't know how to do that. So <laughs> I,
0: I think it's okay that that happened. And I think it's okay that they say a contractor made that choice because I think ultimately that's probably what did happen. I do think there should be a pause at that moment, though, to say, we got to tighten up the ship. We can't do it this way anymore, right? And and every other presidential campaign should also be doing the same thing. Like we don't want to fall in the Buttigieg arena of using a non-American in our ads. Now the flip yep. side is the yes. Trump campaign has already done that multiple times. Um, so you know maybe <laughs> at the end of the day, if your constituency really loves you, maybe it doesn't make a difference. But we, I mean, we we're not we're not picking a political side. We're talking about the use of photography on <laughs> this podcast, and I, I think it's unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So wait, who do you, do you know off the top of your head who does have a personal photographer?
0: I don't. Okay. Um, okay. that would be something we should research for yep. sure.
1: I'd be into that.
0: <laughs> uh, I did write a piece for ad week, uh, a few months ago, comparing the use of imagery on presidential homepages. Ah. Um, and I looked at the Biden campaign, the Warren campaign, the Kamala Harris campaign, uh, John Corn- Cornyn when he was running, uh, Bill Weld when he was running, um, and then the Trump and Pence campaign. And it was really kind of interesting to see these hero images. So, you know, in the business, we call the the image that's above the fold, the big image, the hero image. And seeing kind of the Joe Biden image at that time, it's Joe in a white shirt with a tie smiling. Uh, it's Warren in a crowd smiling and waving it's Kamala Harris. Uh, There's like a vignette effect around her, but she's smiling and interacting with people. Uh, you can you can infer that. And even with the Republican candidates at the time that were running for various offices, they're they're all smiling. And then you get to the Trump campaign, and it's Trump coming off of Marine One, the helicopter, no smile, saluting. So there's definitely a point of view around the way that they want the president to be perceived as being a tough guy, being a military guy, embracing, you know, the military and law enforcement and whatnot. Pretty interesting. Yeah. And then you get to Pete Buttigieg. Now, remember, in the context of political campaigns, when you look at political posters and slogans and logos and imagery, it's always red, white and blue, always red, white and blue. Pete Judge, his website is a dark blue, and then he has like a mustard yellow as a secondary color. Mm-hmm. And the style of photography, uh, it's lit photography. Um, there is some contrast in the dark images and the lighter images of the face, but but it's, not, it's obviously not a natural light photo. And it kind of looks like a Warby Parkerette.
1: Uh, Oh yeah, it does. Kind
0: of looks like (laughs) a Marie Parker ad. Kind of looks like he really is trying to appeal to that millennial younger aesthetic, which is fine because the older, you know, the septuagenarians are appealing to their seventy-year-old counterparts. I just thought it was a really fascinating contrast in both photo style and color palette Mm -hmm. for this guy.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm on his uh, website right now, and the main hero image at the moment. He's not even looking at the camera. He's waving to a a very large crowd. Uh But like to not show your face in your hero image—that's interesting stuff, right? Yeah, that is super interesting. Why aren't you showing your face? I think out of all the uh, Instagram (laughs) profile pictures, Pete's wins in my in my book. You like that one? And it's the Warby—it's the like Warby-esque Parker one that you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah, I think it like it's very stylized. It looks like it would be on the cover of like ink magazine (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: totally it it doesn't look uh classically presidential no um it looks like hipster magazine photography right yeah like, um, I'm not mad about it. No, no. I mean, it's nice to have that contrast. And I guess that's his whole point, right? He's going to be kind of a younger guy, taking a slightly different slant to the, to the office of the presidency and see what resonates. Mm-hmm. Sarah, take us through some of the other Instagram accounts of these presidential hopefuls.
1: I know. Let's take a look. Do you think that these people are, like, up at night worried about their follow count and like count?
0: I think that presidential candidates tend to focus a little more on Twitter because they have things to say, but who knows? I mean, you have to, these are different constituencies and different audiences, right? So presumably younger people are going to be looking on Instagram. And so you need a visually driven narrative versus a... Uh, written narrative,
1: right? Yes, totally. It's diff- you're right. It's totally different. Um, okay, so we're looking at Elizabeth Warren now. One thing about Elizabeth Warren is that she has perfected the system of getting a selfie taken with her. Yes, and the New York Times did a fantastic um, like stop motion video of how this all goes down you know you hand your phone to one of her her people then your phone is passed to her actual bodyguard who takes the picture of you too uh, and then you exit and your phone is passed back to you um so she's got it down to a science so she has a lot of followers on instagram at the moment she's got 200 2.1 million followers um and honestly let's see Taking a scroll through this. I do not follow her. Uh, eh, okay. One thing I'm noticing quite a bit with all these candidates yeah. they're posting a lot of old pictures of their families from like back in the, you know, <laughs> well, in this case, the nostalgia play. Yeah. The nostalgia play. The classic, like, this is a real vintage yeah. photograph. Um, there's, you know, a lot there's a of mix video. of video. Yeah.
0: Right. There's a mix of some carousel stuff. There's some IGTV links for the longer stump speeches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the Photography is kind of all over the place. Yeah. Right. There's not a single look, which I think is fine because, again, you're trying to appeal to a broad
1: swath. I agree with that. I don't think it needs to be consistent. There's I, also a lot of graphic design there stuff is. where she's communicating. Yeah. Just like in a very simplistic way. Her plans are, you know. Yeah. yeah, her ideas. And
0: so when you're looking at it in in the sort of thumbnail view, it gives you kind of a potpourri of Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Right? Whereas if you're following her and you may or may not see the post, that, you know, who knows what you're going to... You, one day you might see a slogan, and the next day you might just see her at a rally.
1: Yeah, it's... Okay, so hers is a bit, like, all over the place. Camilla Harris her instagram okay she's she's also got a large following 2.1 million followers as of right now as well also the nostalgia play she's posting old pictures of her and her family together um screen oh this is some this is smart she's doing screen grabs of news coverage smart that is a really smart way to to um promote ideas via Instagram screenshots of tweets. That's also really smart. Um, saves a lot of time. <laughs> you Heavy don't have use to design out both things. Heavy use of video. Heavy use of video. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. You know, on hers. Yeah. There's not a lot of, uh, there's not as much like professional, just straight photos of her as with Warren.
0: You know, I wonder what the calculus is for the use of video versus stills. After the first presidential, Democratic presidential debate, her star rose because she kind of took on Biden. Mm -hmm. And then after the subsequent ones, it's really kind of tanked a bit. And Mm -hmm. I think people have sort of forgotten who Harris is. They know that uh, she's this black woman, half black, half Indian. They know that she was a prosecutor uh, in California. They know that she had a somewhat, not as progressive, liberal a policy as a prosecutor Mm because she often um, wanted to put people away uh, because she was a prosecutor. And I wonder if video is being used to get messages across rather than just say, hey, everyone knows who she is, so let's just put up a smiling photo of her.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be. That could be definitely a strategy they're doing. You mentioned Biden. Yeah. So we should go to his. Biden's got less followers, but it makes sense. His followers (laughs) are probably... (laughs) On the older side, Um, he doesn't have as many highlights in his Instagram reel, which, you know, if you're an influencer, you got a a ton of highlights. Yeah, man. It's like every trip you ever took is your highlight. So anyways, he's got 1.3. He's leaning a lot on the Sousa pics. Um, A lot of pictures of him with Obama. Yeah. uh, Pictures with the wife. Nostalgia play. Old picture of his wife. I'm clicking to check. Yes, wishing a happy birthday Oh, to his sister. Never mind.
0: It's not surprising that he's using images of Obama because there's yeah. definitely a spillover effect from him being associated with Obama. Biden has been taking a pretty centrist approach. A lot of his uh, constituency, like he he leads with black Americans, I believe, and I think in part because they trust him through the association with Obama. So to have that reinforcement makes perfect sense. That to me is mm-hmm. a... I wouldn't say it's super sophisticated, but that's a smart use of photography. Yeah, smart use of photography.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right, and now Pete's. Pete? Ooh, yeah, he doesn't have, he's got 975,000.
0: That's a little surprising.
1: Yeah, it's not that many. Considering yeah. he's kind of like trying to go on the younger scale, it's like, yeah. why aren't your followers following you? Okay, he's got a lot of just straight up iPhone pics. Yeah. These are a lot you can tell it's just like a lot of like, yeah, iPhone pictures. It's interesting
0: to me to see, Sorry. Uh, you know, Pete in the the suit and tie. he's got those types of images. Yeah, but then he also has the leather jacket.
1: <laughs> Wait, where and are the you leather jacket
0: <laughs> near the near the top of his feet currently is kind of more of like the, I'm cool, I'm the tough guy. And and he also Wait. served. So there's, yeah. there's a bit of like, yeah. I'm a tough guy, you know, yeah. I'm, with, I'm with the, I have my uniform on and whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but once again, like seeing the colors of his bus, for example, with the mustard yellow and the blue, mm-hmm. it's just, it doesn't feel like a residential campaign.
1: I, I just want to note that, yeah, no, totally. I want to note that the, mo- that the leather jacket, it's a black and white photo of him in front of a flag. And the only, ca- the caption to the photograph is just simply a higher calling. That is not good Instagram strategy in my mind. <laughs> that doesn't say anything. I don't know what higher calling you're talking about if I just see that picture. So
0: I, I haven't looked at, I haven't compared the engagement levels on these Instagram accounts. Mm, it that'd be does, a fun
1: math thing to do.
0: It does seem like, <laughs> Pete's got pretty good engagement in terms of the number of likes and mm. the number of comments. Mm. Um, the
1: Yeah, true, true.
0: I, I wouldn't say, you know, looking at these, looking at the Instagram accounts, just on a superficial level by going in the first, you know, 12 to 20 images, there's not a ton of difference for these, for the Democratic candidates that we've looked at. No. There's, you know, the feel-good images, there's some video of stump speeches, there's well, the family photos. Yeah,
1: and so I just want to add, I think Warren is using the most, like, graphic design. Yep. Where there's no pictures, it's just words.
0: You had said before we started recording that you had never looked at the Donald Trump Instagram account.
1: That's, that's I, true, I, which I think I'm part, proud of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in part because he is so active on Twitter, sure. and so you don't really associate, again, like another septuagenarian with having an Instagram account. But I, I've looked at it before, I wanna, I'm curious to know your uh, your take on it.
1: Yeah, let's see, okay, I'm looking at it. 15.3 million followers, first of all. Four highlights, okay, one of which is June 2019. Okay, um, let's see, hmm. See, now
0: the, the, the follower count is impressive. Yeah. But it's hard to say how many of those are bots because he had the same prob- problem on Twitter, which I oh, yeah. think a lot of them are, are just bots that are following him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes that makes sense.
0: Um, and so looking at, you know, engagement again, I, I'd be curious to know the engagement numbers because Buttigieg had under uh, a million followers Mm -hmm. and one of his images had like 169,000 likes. Mm -hmm. There's an image here on the real Donald Trump's Instagram who has 15 million followers and it only has 446,000 likes.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he has
0: 15 times more followers, but he only has four times the four times more engagement on that post.
1: Right. The Trump stuff,
0: um, Tends to have the messages that that play to his base. And that's really no, that's no surprise. There's a lot of of, uh, clips from Fox. There's a lot of things of Donald Trump Jr. There's a lot of things from the rally.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing he's doing that actually I don't see on the other candidates is he'll mix um, quotes. So graphic design overlaid on top of pictures of him, um, which actually, I don't know that other people are doing quite as much unless it's video. They're doing it in video, but yeah, they're yeah. not. Oh, that's a good
0: point. That's a good point.
1: Yeah. Which I think is a good use of Instagram. I yeah. I don't know why. And he's doing a nostalgia play as well, of course, posting photos of him with the kids. <laughs> Only three of the kids, though.
0: Right. No Tiffany. There's no <laughs> Tiffany in no there. Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany, no Tiffany. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's interesting.
0: Uh, and then, of course, there's there's kind of the uh, here's one of of Schiff that says bull, and then it's the head of of Schiff, so bull Schiff is supposed to be what you get. So there's this kind of crass humor that that is sort of a hallmark of some of the the Trump presidency.
1: Right.
0: It's just an interesting contrast. Definitely. Right. right? Yeah. No, one, no one's really winning Instagram, and no one's really winning photography in terms of the presidential candidates. I think again, Buttigieg is the the biggest outlier in terms of color palette and the use of kind of portrait photography rather than just uh, uh, documentary style photography.
1: Yeah. And also he's slightly like he's using iPhone pictures. So it's there's slightly less of a it's a little bit more. Of, yeah. Younger skew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, are you are you surprised? You know, I started by saying I was surprised that there wasn't more visual sophistication in these presidential campaigns but I could be totally wrong. Are you surprised or is is the level and the use of photography what you would expect?
1: Um, honestly, it's sort of what I've grown up with. So I it, it just makes sense to me. These campaigns are sort of all over the place visually in terms of uh, visual cohesion. Um, I think Pete posting a black and white picture of him up there, mixed with the sort of like magazine cover esque um, picture, those two things coexisting together. That's what I'm used to seeing. We're this like visual landscape of being inundated with so many photos a day, scrolling through Instagram and Twitter, um, and being growing up online. This all makes sense to me, even though it makes no sense. You know what I
0: mean? But you know, the interesting to me, if 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 you were running a brand and your Instagram feed looked like this, you would be fired, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Do you yeah, think yeah, that yeah.
0: <laughs> they're, they're trying to reach such a broad constituency that they can't have a single flavor of visual in the way that, you know, a Burberry or Everlane or a Levi's has?
1: Yeah, that might be the strategy <laughs> of the of it just like having that much reach and that much like, differentiation in terms of the way things look. I mean, if, yeah, if I were running a campaign, I would love to be a photo editor on a campaign that would be amazing. Like there should be more visual consistency with these candidates.
0: I think so too. I, I, I find it, I find it sort of jarring to look at it at, you know, in the thumbnail view. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and exactly. I, it, it
0: seems like a missed opportunity, but again, we're so visually oriented. Uh, I don't really have a, a pulse on, what the reaction of the consumer should be vis-a-vis these images and how they play into getting out and voting.
1: Mm-hmm. So maybe right.
0: know, maybe I'm totally wrong on this stuff. But it looks like crap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, I keep thinking of like old life images of like Kennedy, right? And how much that has defined his legacy and in terms of like what you what my generation like thinks of him. We think of him as this very like stoic archetype of of a president kind of thing and yeah i feel like there's opportunity here um that's being missed i mean i think obama did it really well <laughs> so yep
0: yeah. Well, we love, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but these candidates, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you have any insight into presidential photography and how it's being used in social media? Drop us a note on Twitter at PhotoShelter or leave us a comment on the blog at blog.photoshelter.com. We'll see you next time. PhotoShelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at PhotoShelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at PhotoShelter.com slash resources.